Hi guys, and thank you again for joining us online dating table talk. My name's Lisa. I will be part of the group. There's four of us sitting around the table and we have a lot to discuss tonight. Okay. <clears throat> Hi guys, my name is Chelsea. I am 29 years old. I am divorced now for a little over a year. I was in a long-term committed relationship for a total of 11 years. Um, and I've been back in the modern dating scene for about, I don't know, closer to six months, six, eight months. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to talk with everyone tonight about our, our topic. Oh, hi, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> my name is David. Uh, this is my first time joining a podcast. I'm excited. I'm 30 years old. I live in uh, Florida, here locally, between Orlando and Tampa, which is a good location to date. So there's, um, I'm on a few dating apps. I've been married and divorced now for three years. Um, I haven't really been dating until uh, probably six to eight months ago. And now I'm here. I was asked by Chelsea to come and kind of talk about my online dating experience. Next is Mark. All right. So my name is Mark. I'm 34, originally from Chicago, but moved to Tampa in 2005. And that was for undergrad and grad school. I am pretty familiar with the dating apps and the dating scene as it's been on and off relationships, some good, some not so good over the last six or seven years. And I look forward to talking to everyone more about this topic that Lisa's gonna mention. Yes, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really didn't talk about myself because I feel like I've been on the other podcast, but some of you do know I've been divorced now for six years and in the dating scene for about five. And I've had good experiences and some not so good, but we are going to talk about chemistry and can you really determine if there's chemistry on the first date? Chemistry can't be all about the physical aspect of someone. If you're truly looking for a relationship, I feel chemistry is about getting to know someone and having the same interest and things like that. So that's what we're going to talk about. Commonalities, yeah. And commonalities. For sure. Yeah. Who wants to take it away? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do rock, paper, scissors for who goes first. Yeah. Can't see, can't see Mark. <laughs> well, um, my, okay, my ask, uh, what I'm learning when it comes to dating and stuff, um, when it comes to chemistry, we're, we have a profile that we look at on, online, and we're automatically... Mm -hmm. assuming something about someone mm -hmm. what they look like what they like to do we're already putting these Funny images story. in our heads of this person then you go to meet them and say they're not as tall as they looked in their pictures or their skin's you know not as smooth because we're looking at filtered pictures or their hair mm -hmm. they've cut their sh hair short and now it's blonde where it used to be brown and long um are you not interested in that person because they don't look the same in person as they did on their profile. What's... Yeah, people look different in photographs than they do in person. And sometimes it's not even a filter. People just photograph different. Mm -hmm. Some people are more attractive in photos. They're more photogenic than they are in person and then vice versa. But also too, it's 
I think it's if it's intentional. Like, are you intentionally editing your photos to make yourself look slimmer than you are? You mm-hmm. know? Because there is a clear disconnect if you see someone online and then you meet them in person and they're two or 200 pounds or more or less, I don't know, if their mm-hmm. weight is different, you know, yeah. than what, what it appears in their photos. And that would be clear, you know? Are you so, completely shut off when that person doesn't look the same? Um, <laughs> do you want to stop and give them a chance? Do you? you know, I think I would see. You, I, I think I would see the date through at least, and you know, talk to them and see what they have to say. But if someone is doing that, that tells me a couple things. Like one, they could be insecure, and they're not. You know, they don't love themselves and accept themselves for who they are. If they're changing their that appear their appearance that drastically for me to be like whoa, you look nothing like your photos. You know if that's a completely different person, then who are you? Mm-hmm. You know that's that's a fallacy right off the bat. Like so you're you're faking something. That's not okay. Like you know, so that would I don't I don't know. But I'd at least talk to them and see it through. Maybe they would. Is chemistry all about the physical aspect, or is it about the mental, or is it both, or? <laughs> Mark, I think that's a good time for you to jump in. Okay, so I would say it's mostly mental, and as far as a first date goes, I could tell if there's some chemistry to a degree, or if there isn't. I think it largely depends on how vulnerable you two are going to be with one another how open how Mm -hmm. honest Mm -hmm. and if you two have a good foundation of beliefs values or activities that you like to do but it is okay to have different hobbies and different interests at the same time Mm -hmm. yeah that's healthy too yeah yeah if you know that up front yeah well someone could expose you to a hobby that maybe you didn't really know of or you're not interested in and then you give it a try and then you like it and you realize you have that commonality but that's after the right so yeah and that takes time Mm -hmm. and that's part of growing and learning with one another too right yeah Mm -hmm. so it's it's what i'm hearing you guys say is is the chemistry that what you guys experience and what when you feel chemistry is it's almost a building block is that what you're saying yeah it's a it's a building block of experiences with somebody Yes. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, so that's that's good. So I'm gonna chime in here. Um, I, I think chemistry is is a big umbrella of or umbrellas a lot of things in a relationship. Um, I w- I would say that you know going back to the question is is going on a first date can you feel or going on a date can you feel chemistry? Uh, I think there's a lot of buildup before the first date where we can um, we can produce the chemistry because. Sometimes, you know, we watch movies where you look at someone and they stop you in your tracks and there's that immediate chemistry. And I think that sometimes we have to actually provide, be the one that provides the chemistry. We go on so many dates and we look across the table at someone for information on how the date's going to go. Well, how about you show up and you set the tone and set the pace for how the date's going to go? How about when you set up, when you come, you come bringing a like charisma and um, you, you, you come you come setting a, a tone in, in, in a way that there's no matter how you leave that table, there's going to be some kind of, of chemistry, even if it's not a 
intimate, intimate chemistry or some kind of, cause, cause I think that, you know, we all have different definitions of chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I have chemistry with my boss that, that I work with and I'm not physically attracted to him, nor do I want to get, <laughs> get in a relationship with him, but we've built chemistry like through the years, him and I have, mm-hmm. have, have a natural chemistry because we relate and we have a similar background. So I relate to what you guys are saying about the building block um, mm-hmm. of things. Uh, even what Mark said about vo- being vulnerable. Again, Mark, I think that what you just did there is, is you looked at two people sitting at a table and you said, you guys both need to be vulnerable. You weren't sitting at the table and looking at the person across you, judging them, saying, what are, you know, how are they, what are they doing? How are they making me feel? You were actually looking at it saying, you know, look at what these two people need to do to build chemistry. They both need to be vulnerable. And now you can place yourself on that date or in that seat and say, okay, I need to be vulnerable and just have some ownership um, on that date. Yes, exactly. And it's important to be authentic. You always want to be your authentic self. Yes, because it'll come out eventually later on down the path. Exactly. Your your true person will will come about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's about loving yourself first and foremost because you can't do that until you love yourself. Well, I mean, staying on the topic, and I'd like to ask Lisa is is how you know how would you define chemistry on that first date? What is it? What is it that you're looking for when you're sitting there and 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 with that person? What do you what do you think chemistry is? Is it a is it a feeling, or what is it for you? I think for me, first, it is an attraction. I will say that, and then just you in the for sure. Yeah, yeah, and then. In conversation, you know, is the conversation open? Is, does it go, is it equal, back and forth, back and forth? Or is it just him talking? Because to me, when somebody's just sitting there talking about themselves, it's like, okay, are you interested in me? You know, I don't care if he's drop-dead gorgeous. Um, I do, I guess you could get a sense of someone in the first date um in the conversation um i know you know i've been on some and you know somebody's sitting there cutting someone down that's not who i am again he could be drop dead gorgeous and if he's sitting there cutting mm-hmm. someone down that's not me the chemistry's not gonna be there because right. i don't want to be with somebody like that um if they're fun if they're you mm-hmm. know respectful of the waiters and waitresses oh and, yeah you know, Pay to me that I watch that, you know, I guess you kind of could get a sense of how someone is, um, on the first date. There are some, some things that I do consider a little red flags that that's not who I am. So that chemistry would not be there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You kind of have your boundaries mm-hmm. set forth and know what you want. Go in to the date with intent, knowing what it is that <clears throat> you're not willing to overlook and what you are willing to overlook. Because let me tell you from someone who's been married, there are things that you have to compromise on. And for some people, it's all based on opinion. For some people, it's a deal breaker. And other people, ah, that's water on the bridge, you know? So first, understanding what that is, um, I think that's super important. Because... Yeah, that's good. No, I agree. You keep going, yeah. I'm just... No, 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 yeah, Inter- please interject anytime, but I think knowing that first and foremost, too. So, 
bottom line, love yourself, know your boundaries, and pay attention to how the other person is treating people around you when you're out on your date because mm-hmm. people who don't serve them in an everyday life, um, because that shows me either they have respect for themselves and for others or they don't. Mm-hmm. Because I've been on a date where someone was exceptionally rude to the waiter, the waiters uh, around us, because we had multiple waiters and waitresses, and I knew right away I was done after that. Mm-hmm. There would not be a second date because that's that's not okay. That's a boundary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's yeah. yeah. Mark. All right. So as far as chemistry for me goes. I'm not looking for all my main bullet points to be the same or to be hit, but for me, it's, are you close with family? Um, are your love languages the same? If they're not, are we going to be able to work with one another? I think the love languages are very key and I recommend one. everyone read the book, <laughs> that the five love languages. It sounds oh, tacky, nice. but tell you what, it's, um, it's been a big driver for me. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I always look for substance, not the small talk, not the generic talk, but deep conversations. Um, That's really where I start to feel chemistry and are they okay with me being different than them, doing my own thing outside of our relationship, Uh, whether it be hobbies or seeing friends or family or traveling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah, and I... Thinking about that, you know, like even in a conversation with someone, you that's true. You you know if they're close to your family. So if you're someone that's close to your family, you important. talk about your family. Right. You know, super important. Um, and what you like to do. Um, and when you, you know, for someone that has faith, I always see, you know, if if they're mm. a believer or, you know. What their religion is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, again, a boundary. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think all these, you know, what you look into someone, once you learn them, to me, that builds your chemistry. So to me, you know, it's not just how someone looks. Because, like I said, they could look, you know, handsome as all get out. And then once you sit down and start talking to them, it's like, the chemistry is gone. Yeah, yeah. Even though there's that mm-hmm. first attraction that chemistry. Left, yeah. Right. The relationship re- chemistries, you know. No future. There. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I, I agree. I want to I want to interject here on a couple things. I think it's a great question that Lisa asked is, you know, going on a date, can you feel chemistry? Um, I think it's a it's kind of a funny question when you think about it because it's like, well, I'm on the date with this person. I already have chemistry with them. Well, yeah, of course. So there's the texting version of us. There's the mm-hmm. phone call, calling, calling version of us where we talk on the phone. And I think that it's so funny. I think it's such an appropriate question because I have an instant chemistry because I'm a male when, <laughs> in my head. When I, see a beautiful, when I see a beautiful picture of a woman, I'm like, we have chemistry. She, did, she just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> Well, um, she's got you married. <laughs> so, you guys are married. And, yeah. So, so I mean, that's joking aside. There's no obviously no chemistry, but there's a physical attraction there. But um, we have chemistry when we start texting someone. You know, you you may talk the same, or 
Um, just relate with the person and, and be personable and build chemistry through texting, being on the phone with them. But then when you meet, you know, I've been on these dates when you meet. And, and there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing there. And it's just, you know, there, there's something to be said about closing a, a deal, you know, in business, in person and in life. It's just like, there's something to be said about closing a deal in person and shaking a hand, your hands with someone. There's something to be said about, um, just texting someone versus a conversation face to face. So I think that, you know, this is a very appropriate question is going on a date. Do you feel chemistry? And because of course, we felt chemistry talking to him, but now on the date, do we feel it? Um, I wanted to say, uh, uh, Mark, before we got on the phone with you, I was, I was telling um, Lisa and Chelsea that sometimes when I don't know what something is, like chemistry, I know the opposite of it. I know what it's not. So when I've gone on some dates, Mark, uh, some girls have made me feel so awkward and I leave and I'm just like, man, that was, that was just a bad date. I know what chemistry doesn't feel like. So, <laughs> you know. So sometimes it's a it's a, a clear reminder to okay this is what it isn't and you know we may not know what it is you know some people listening may say well sometimes you know I don't think I've ever been loved I don't think I've ever felt chemistry but you remember how people have made you feel awkward mm. and you know what it isn't yes. you know what it isn't and that is something that, that is we have awesome. to grab onto and and I think hold on to because Hollywood and people in life and expectations, like Chelsea said, you know, boundaries and stuff that you go in, in into a date and you have these boundaries and expectations and that person didn't hit them. Okay, well, they didn't hit at my expectations. Am I too picky as a person or are my, are my boundaries too high, this and that? But like in, in reality, you can, you can slow yourself down and, and just, just see, I'm sorry, I'm losing my track of thought. Mine, <laughs> I should have wrote this down, but. No, you're um, good. Yeah, like I, like I was like I was I don't know where I was going with that. I lost my train of thought there. I'm sorry. No, I think that's that's a very valid point too, but it's and then again we go back to all right, well, they didn't meet the expectations like you were saying the first date. Oh, do that, you yeah. give them do you give them a second date? Like maybe they they hit some points for you. So they check some boxes for you. Well, they did previously or, through texting. Yeah. Exactly. So, but they they do talk about that nowadays with uh, like we're so desocialized like people they're comfortable in front of their phone right they're not uncomfortable in front of you person to person mm -hmm. some people don't have social skills either yeah yeah for sure yeah. that's right yeah I guess, I guess that's what i was trying to say is sometimes we get too caught up in was there chemistry was there chemistry was there chemistry well you know he didn't check all the boxes was there chemistry and we get so caught up on it that sometimes we can't even tell if we feel it and what i was gonna yeah. say is sometimes we need to grab our thoughts, slow down, and say, let me think of the date where I didn't have any chemistry. Let me think of the date where it was so uncomfortable I wanted to leave. And then place your, compare that date to the date you just went on. And then that's a building block and a starting point, what I would call ground zero. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I think coincides with what you're saying is not putting people on a pedestal. Kind of, so when you see someone on, you know, based on first appearances, you have like what you're saying, that attraction, you kind of immediately, it's, it's organic. It's natural for you to, to put on a story about this person in your head. And so from there, it kind of develops and, and you put them on a pedestal. So right off the bat, you're kind of setting yourself up 
for failure. You're, you're setting them up for failure because if you go on that date and they're not who you thought they were, mm-hmm. that's, that's on you. That's not their fault, you know? So kind of ground, like what David was saying, ground your thoughts and um, don't put them on a pedestal. Just go into it open-minded. Don't create a story because, again, you're inevitably going to be let down if they don't meet that expectation that you've mm-hmm. created on them. Mm-hmm. So... That's a thought. <laughs> I, don't know. I also, by the way, I also look to see if they're making an effort, a genuine effort to yeah. get to know me. Yes. And that's a great way to kind of take a few steps back and reevaluate and see if there's potential for a second date yeah. as well. If they mm-hmm. even want to date. Like if they genuinely want to date. Mark, can you say that again? I'm sorry. Can you say, can you say what you just said one more time? Yeah, so... I was touching on one of your points about taking a few steps back and slowing down a bit because I have a hard time with that. <laughs> I'll be I'll Yeah, we all do. That. So I'll reevaluate and think to myself, is this person making a genuine effort in getting to know me, whether it be personally or um, any topic? I really that's like one that. Way that like yeah, that's good. Slow down and Genuine. take a look at things from a macro picture, big right. picture standpoint. Yeah, because I feel like whenever you meet someone first, you know, you've got the anxiety, you've got the nerves, yeah. you know, you're spending an hour, two hours, an hour, <laughs> getting yeah, so ready. You have a dream or story on how things exactly. Yeah, play out. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're setting yourself up for failure when you do that. Right. Yeah. But I feel like, you, yeah, you can't really be yourself, I feel like. It's hard. Really on the first date, you know? It's like, and sometimes like I've had this experience <laughs> where a date's gone south, and I've left, <laughs> and I've been like, dang it, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I just be myself? Why yeah. was I so nervous? And it's done. So it's did the date go south because of you? Or it sounds like it was your fault the date went south. Because you're saying, why did I say this? I was so yeah. nervous. Yeah. So you were that's the what factor. I, but the, without. You were the factor of the date going bad is what I'm asking. That's what I felt. Okay. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. might not have been true for them. But that is for you. So what you can take from that moving forward is a lesson. You learned something. So even though it didn't work out. You can still take the positivity from that and know oh. that, like, now I know what not to do. Oh, I do know because yeah. I've been at it for five years. Well, well, I'm saying, like, other people, like, <laughs> don't, don't look at it as, like, like, man, I should have done this. I should have done that. That's who you were No, but that that's time. what I'm saying for yeah. people that are just starting, like, yeah. into the dating yeah. scene. The person I am now, it's like, hey, this is me. This is what I like. This is, you know, who I am. Um, yeah, I, I still have the nervousness. I mean, that's just like going to work and talking to a client or, you know, there's things that you still feel a natural nervousness about, but shoot in the beginning. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. And you you learned that. It's hard, but be confident, be comfortable, be ready to get out there because if you are not a hundred percent ready, then don't Mm -hmm. because it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, but it can be fun too. So I mean, so this is this goes back into like the whole uh, the Damn, the whole topic of dating 
is as the man, like usually the men is the, the man is usually the one that sets up the date. Now it's either it comes through a conversation, it's on phone, it's, it's casual. It's not, it's not very like, I'm the man, this is what we're doing, you know, but, well, but, yeah. but it's usually, it's usually, Hey, this is your interest. This is mine. We're going to be around the same, whatever it is. You know, you set up the date with like interest, you get the person to go on the date, but it's some words that, you know, I'm using that other people said, Chelsea said, uh, you're setting yourself up for failure. Da, 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 da. I think that the male and where you're going on the date, um, you want to set yourself up to be successful. And I know this isn't, I'm not trying to coach people on how to date, but um, there's a question on the paper here in front of me. It says, does, uh, does meet someone, does meeting someone almost feel like a job interview? And it's what I've been hearing on the, on the topic tonight is um, something that Mark said is, you know, you want to make sure the person's interested in, in you and asking questions about you that are maybe involve your family or something that you're interested in. But also I've been on dates where it turns into a damn job interview and I'm like, can we please order a shot? Like, can we please stop this? Can we break the flow of how this conversation's going? And I almost feel like it's my fault for doing the first date at a dinner date or as, over drinks. You know, one thing is you want to set yourself up to be in a fun environment, a, a, a vi environment that yes. you can both, uh, you can both uh, succeed in and not also conversate and feel free to flow and move around. Um, you want to feel comfortable. And I think as the male, we have more of the responsibility with how dating is set up to make sure that we set up our nights to be successful. Um, mm -hmm. I've been on a, in some business meetings where it's very chaotic. And then I've been in business meetings where it's ordered and, and it goes through smoothly and people, you know, put the time and effort into it. And I think when we put the time and effort into dating, it really does go smooth and, and it's more controlled atmosphere where you can almost control the chemistry. Because one thing I don't like on mm -hmm. a date is when there's too much chemistry. Um, it's like, I don't know the saying, but it's like where, where it go. it's going to burn out too quick. Yes. You know, the, yeah, I, the saying with good. the flame where the flame, you know, it goes real quick. It burns up. There's nothing left. Um, I almost like a slow, steady chemistry when I go on a date. Uh, I think online dating in a whole, and I'm going to bring it back to this. The, the podcast is about online dating, right? Mm -hmm. So like online dating for me is such a, a weird game to play. Um, in the dating scene of things, because when you go on a date and, and you meet people, I almost wish it was just like a friend date thing because really dating someone yes, is yeah. dating inside, like almost dating inside your circle. Like when we dated in high school and stuff, it was usually someone that was close to our circle or someone we knew or knew a lot about. You built that rapport, had that chemistry. And on these dating apps, we skip so many steps and we go yes. on a date. Yeah and build this chemistry and date number two has to be bigger and better or the same. And date number three has to be bigger or better or the mm -hmm. same. And what happens is these, these women and some men who like, you know, who, whatever person likes the other person more is, is loses control. So the mm -hmm. person that likes the person the least amount has the most control, control. in the relationship. Ooh. So one thing that I, I, I try, try to do is move very slowly. So what sucks is, when you go on a, real, in a on a date, this, these dates, and let's say you're the person that likes the other person more, so you have less control. Mm. When you go, when you go on this date, I'm starting to lose my, my train of thought. When you go on this date, um, shit, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> no, that's. Yeah. I think yeah, those so, are a lot of good points. I, I was. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get I my train. I really liked how you hit on like one person may like the other person more. So yeah. One person. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so when you go on this date and you really, really decide that you really like this person more. What really sucks is me as a male, no matter what, if I like her more or don't like her more, I'm in a position in life now where no matter what, after those dates, I'm backing off. Because online dating is set up to where you rush into things and you rush yes. on a date. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, to me, yeah. it's called a game. It's like a, a tug of war game, like giving, mm-hmm. give and pull. So I'm going to give you my time and go on this date with you. And then I'm going to re- pull back and remove myself from the situation. Because what I want to learn about you is if you can hang out with my friends, if you can be involved in my church group, if you can fit my way of life. And that's really what I'm looking for on a date. So chemistry is a a funny thing that I measure on a date. I don't want it to overflow, but I don't want to make sure there's none there. So Mm -hmm. I'm done talking. (laughs) (laughs) No, please. I'm getting a lot of (laughs) points. Sorry, Mark. That's okay. No reason to be sorry. I'm trying to think of other ideas to bring to the table here. So you were talking about disliking a date that is like a job interview. I totally agree with that. And I learned you want to pick out a a scene where it won't be set up like a job interview. For example, we have an area in Tampa called Armature Works. And there's a lot of different places you can get drinks, you can eat, you can go on a river walk. Or there's a couple breweries, maybe a few blocks over off of Florida Avenue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Places way you can get outside, walk around, and you might not even be talking about anything that re- relates to dating or family. You'll mm-hmm. find yourself talking about other things, and that really helps out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny you say that, Mark, because I was thinking about that, and David's hit on that too, that, you know, make your dates where it's fun, where you're not so committed to just sitting at the table and talking to someone yeah because it's, oh, yes. yeah make it fun the make it easy yeah. don't go to their place wait a little bit make sure <laughs> no, you're a neutral they, ground if they don't like if they don't like <laughs> beer well okay armature works has plenty of other options you're not just locked down to one or two options mm-hmm yeah you know there's other things i think about like going to a comedy club or mm-hmm. When it warms up, going kayaking, <laughs> or you know, there's so many other things do that an activity. you can do. You do know, bingo. To take the pressure go off of that first date. Yeah. And there is bingo over in I know Lakeland. I want to do where it. It's like fun. I've been wanting to do not that. just gray hair people go there. It's like Missy and Rod went there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, that's true, Mark. So Mark, get a uh, personal with us. Um, Let's go ahead. Let me let me hear a date that you went on in the past. I don't know three three to five years that you seen you you think was you know a woman that brought a lot of chemistry to the table. What what was it for you that um, this is like a memorable moment or time uh, mm-hmm. that this chemistry came up? And what was the setting for you? Got it. So we met at a brewery near Armature Works, which... Hey, good advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. I'm 34. She's 43 now. I generally like older women because they know who they are. They know what they want. No games. And they're very good communicators. So I was already Mm -hmm. feeling positive just based on our conversations, too. And what I noticed was 
she was very easy to talk to. She was a good listener. She wasn't loud. She wasn't extreme with any viewpoints. And she was looking for an honest connection. And we just really clicked when it came to important information like family being close, being there for them first and foremost. And our love languages were the same. And that physical attraction became natural a lot easier because of that. Yes. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Something I <clears throat> that I thought of while you were uh, talking there, Mark, um, you mentioned being a good listener. I think that is a very good point because a lot of times when we listen to someone and we listen to their story and what they're saying, we're already forming a response in our head. So you're taking away from the actual moment of pure just listening to what they're saying because you're trying to form a response so listening intently i i believe um is without trying it's listening without trying to come up with a response immediately just focus fully on what the person is saying and and really hearing them i think um that constitutes a really good listener and i think that is definitely and i've learned you have to keep an open mind and if you don't agree or you don't understand ask questions so you can understand where they're coming from and their side because Mm -hmm. you might be totally missing something (laughs) right it's all about asking the the right questions and like david david was saying and and knowing what maybe what it's not if you don't know what it is or um yeah yeah what do you think yeah yeah true yeah no for sure i'm i'm just uh i was listening to you guys but i was kind of in my own thoughts there is Earlier I said, you know, when you go on a date and stuff, you have to create your own chemistry. And I think what we've kind of described and what everyone said is, you know, I don't know that you can necessarily create chemistry and bring it to the table, but you can definitely uh, control and create your environment around you, right? So we can control the environment around us. So I think actually what, what I want to, you know, reiterate and say here is, you know, make sure you control the, uh, to the best you can of your abilities, control the atmosphere around you and use it in your advantage. And you, you can't necessarily bring chemistry with you. You can bring an open mind and an open heart and uh, good energy, but you know, someone could just be a negative Nancy on the other side of the table. But here's the thing that I've really learned over, over the past three years is one thing I can do is I can go out to eat by myself and enjoy my time. Um, so I'll either bring a book or I'll people watch or I'll talk, I have friends for that are the waiter or waitress and I, and I leave, but, um, I can go to eat by myself. So when I go on a date, uh, I'm, I'm already having a good time. It's usually a Friday or Saturday night. It's somewhere that's a, like we talked about, it's a fun atmosphere. So when I go on a date, I'm usually in high spirits, you know, and, and how, wherever that person is, one thing about me is, um, I'm, I'm a, geez, I'm an empath. So like, oh, uh, why was I telling you that? <laughs> one, one thing, what was I saying? Shit. I don't know. I don't know what well, I, I, I would again. say, like you said, that you can go out to eat by yourself. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. You know, there, I, I'm sure there are probably a lot of people that sit at home because, but yet they would rather be out and about, you know, around people and stuff. But they, they're like, oh, I don't have someone to go out with. So they're sitting at home. That's awesome. Go. Mm-hmm. Go have 
I know Chelsea does that. She'll <laughs> go. I yeah, do I mean, a lot I don't, of stuff by myself. I don't do it often, but I do. Yeah. I mean, there's times I do it, and, and I guess I guess what I was saying is I'm so sure founded in who I am uh, that I can I can pretty much I'm so I know myself so well that I know when chemistry is real or not, when it's forced or just uh, a lust or something that I'm after sexually. I can really feel it, and that's one reason I stopped dating and, and started dating eight months ago is because I didn't want to be a, someone who wom- was a womanizer. And I didn't want to date on lust. Like, I was tired of dating lustfully. Um, it just kept leading me into a dead end. So I think this is such a powerful question. Is going on a first date, can you feel chemistry? And it's like, how much of it are you going to accept? How much do you want to feel? Because um, like I talked about before, is that overflowing feeling of chemistry scares the living shit out of me. It's something I don't like to feel. And it's something that sometimes I do feel I get carried away with what love could be and what it might be in someone. Mm-hmm. Creating a story. Go that, ahead, Lisa. Lisa's well, pointing her fingers at <laughs> yeah, you. Because <laughs> that really makes me think about physical chemistry, mental chemistry, emotional mm-hmm. chemistry. Yeah, there are different chemistries. So, you know, are you Some that of type of time. person mm-hmm. that's just all into physical chemistry? Okay, then that's fine. That's great. You know, does she have, well, I'm I'm talking like from a guy's perspective, but does he have, you know, um, do you have commonalities? Do you have the same types of um, interest and family values and stuff like that? So that you would build like your mental chemistry. But, you know, I know there are people out there. They're all for just the physical chemistry. That's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, know what you want. Mm -hmm. Create a list. Something that I like to do is I I like to write a lot. And I like to write down what it is that I desire in another person and things that I am not willing to compromise on. So first going in, like kind of like what David is saying, control what you can. And what you can control is yourself. So sit there and look at yourself and ask those questions. Boy, what do I what do I want in another person? What what do I desire, and what are my boundaries? And then write it out, and um, kind of take a mental mental note before you go on your date. And like, okay, this this person is um, checking this box for me. Okay, that's good. You know, without setting them up on a pedestal, focus on yourself and know going into it what you want and what you desire and what you're willing to compromise on and what you're not. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I was going to add to that, too. It's important that you can communicate what Mm -hmm. your desires are on the dating apps or online dating. A lot of people just mention a few things that don't even pertain to what they're looking for. Right. And if you can list out exactly what you're looking for, and uh, you'll be amazed at the responses you get. I've gotten a lot of Mm -hmm. good feedback just because women find it shocking that I can communicate exactly what I'm looking for. I'm not just talking about tacos, margaritas, yeah. happy hour. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people do on these online dating apps. That's all they talk mm-hmm. about. But they don't mention what they're looking for exactly and they can't communicate. That, yeah. And desire. that takes work sometimes. And that's why I, I like to write things down because I feel like that helps be, helps me be more articulate. One, and two, it helps me understand myself and what mm. what it is I'm looking yeah. for. Yes, because it, it starts you. with yeah. me. Yeah. Because if yeah. I'm not showing up in a way I want someone else to show up, yeah. how can I ask that of them if I'm not first showing up in that way for myself? Very true. You know? Mm. I can't ask you to be honest if I'm not first being honest. 
And that goes back to being yourself. Like, I can't expect you to be authentic and be show up authentically if I'm not first showing up authentically. Energy is, is very much a, a mutual um, give and take. And so even if, even if you're not being articulate and being authentic in yourself or vice versa, energy will play off of that one way or the other subconsciously. Absolutely. You don't have to say yeah. anything at all and it's all just energy, energy. Mm-hmm. we're all what my my uh one of my professors used to say we're all made of stardust like yeah we're all stardust we're all just energy matter mm-hmm. yeah at our molecular level that's what we are so pay attention to that too um manifestation is I'm getting it a crazy. little crazy off topic. <laughs> well, um, no, but it is you. You create your own reality. Like what you give energy and story to, like usually manifests around you. You just got to be able to pay attention to it and and be willing to be aware and grow your awareness in that. But yeah, sorry, I'm getting a little. No, topic, I, don't but. be sorry. No, I think that's important for some listeners because I think people will go on dates and say. How can you tell if I felt chemistry or not? Because I had to go to my girlfriend and tell her the whole date and how it went. And he did this, this, and this, which turned me off. But then I was turned off and I tried to open my mind back up. But did we have chemistry? You know, so many people want to go to someone else for them to tell them if they had chemistry or not. Validation. Validation. So it's like Mm -hmm. um, what Chelsea's saying and to, to piggyback off of what she's saying is going on a, you know, main question, going on a date, can you feel chemistry? Well, do you know what you're looking for? Do you know who you are? And exactly what Chelsea was saying is you really have to be founded and defined in yourself to be able to go out and, and know what you're looking for. So I just think it's, it's, it ties directly into what we're talking about here. Because you have to have clarity on what you want um, mm-hmm. to, to know what's out there and yeah. to experience somebody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't seek validation in others. It's just, it'll die out. That makes me really think about you talk about loving yourself, being comfortable with yourself, and I agree 100% because there's a lot of people, men and we- women, that go out there and, and they're lonely, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. miserable, and they're really looking for someone to fill a void. No, no. It's like you fill that void. You learn about yourself. You mm-hmm. learn self-love. Do whatever it takes to you know, overcome that, that feeling and go out to dinner by yourself. You know, that's when you're comfortable in yourself, when you can go and do things by yourself. That's, that's wonderful. That's a great feeling. That's a good way of, then you're open to meeting someone because there's not a void to fill. Yeah. You're just there to have someone. Yeah. To do it with at that time. Well, you have to have to, um, we can see you now. Hi, Mark. You have to have, um, there has to be a level of um, independence within the relationship as well. Like, you have to have your own hobbies, your own interests outside yeah. of one another because. That's um, healthy. Yeah, that's healthy. That actually creates desire whenever there's a bit of distance. And that's, even with, like, speaking from someone who was married, like, um, distance is cliche as it is, but distance makes the heart grow fonder. So when you're especially now times with COVID, you're always with one another. You're, you know, you're not, there's no separation. You're not allowing that, um, that ability and that level of desire to, to form because you're not giving it the distance. And so don't forget to like allow there to be distance and, and learn 
um, yourself and what it is that you're interested in and your hobbies and kind of um, grow with that and be independent also builds your, your self-confidence as well when you are mm-hmm. able to do those things. Mm-hmm. That helps build your confidence. So, and confident, confidence is key whenever you are, you are dating. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. And something, I don't know, I want to, um, something I've learned with dating too is, and what David is saying, like, a lot of times there is um, great chemistry on, on a date and you want to keep the night going. You don't want it to end, right? You want to, because you're like, oh man, this is going so great. This is such a good feeling. I want to keep, keep it going. But actually like, and what I was just saying, like it creates um, desire and distance. So I know you don't want to, and it's so hard, but like in the date, in the date early and plan for another one in like a week or two. Mm-hmm. And um, that's so healthy uh, because a lot of times, like, if you keep the date going and then you go on another date and you're like, man, that last date mm-hmm. was so good. Now this date doesn't live up to that date. And it's powerful, yeah. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's powerful. Just, I know it's so hard in the moment. Just be like, all right, well, it was a really good night. Let's call it, you know. Call it yeah. without kissing and all that <laughs> stuff because you got to keep that chemistry going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you can see how they converse with you after that until the next date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Do they fall off or are they still interested? Are they asking or wanting to FaceTime or talk over the phone when possible? And you know, and like in these days, you know, with texting and all, okay, so you've gone on the date and there's great chemistry. You're like, yeah, this is awesome. And then the next day, you're swamped at work, or he's swamped at work, and you don't hear from one or the other. And then, does things start playing in your head? Like, you start creating crap, a story. was there really chemistry? I thought there was chemistry. Why haven't I heard from them? You know, if there was chemistry, I would have heard from them yeah. already. It's actually so a it's scientific so fact that only women deal with that. Men don't deal with that thought process. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> us yeah. men, us men, yeah. we don't think like that. We're just, uh-huh. we just go on with the day. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, those, those, those self-doubts that, I mean, we talk to ourselves the most every day, right? So we're in our head every day. Mm-hmm. How did the day go? What are they doing? Why aren't they talking to me? Um, I think that's kind of why I have the rule set up in my life. You know, a 30-year-old male, I will not date younger than 25 years old because they're attached to their phones and attached to your hip when you're at work. So one thing work is for me is my safe zone. From seven to five during the day, I know what I'm doing. Okay, Okay. what I was saying about, well, we had a technical difficulty there, we're back now. Yeah. Someone wanted to call. Um, what I was saying is that at work. Work is your safe zone work from is my seven sa- to five. Work, Yeah, from seven to five, mm-hmm. work is my safe zone, safe haven. So if I'm going to text you, it's because I stepped outside from work to respond to you. It's something important. I can't carry on a casual conversation. It's kind of like Chelsea said earlier is the date doesn't continue to the next date. And that's why the next day, the date does not continue till the next day. The date is over. We go back to normal life where we were communicating, yeah. Yeah. but the, this is where I online dating to me, you skip so many steps. It's, 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 you know, things that come easy are never, there's a, there's a backside oh. 
to every blessing, right? There's a downside to every blessing. So if you get a raise at work, you know, yeah, that's nice. You get more money, but you have more responsibility. That's the downside to the blessing. Same thing with online dating. Yeah, it's it's easy for you because women are more accessible and it fits your time when you're at mm-hmm. home on the couch. We all know how online dating works. So it's easier. But here's, here's the, the kicker is when you go out and meet these women and stuff, one of you, whoever likes the other person least, is going to pull back immediately. They're going to go back to mm-hmm. their daily routine. Mm-hmm. Whoever likes that person more is going to expect more and have the expectation to go more. So to me, it sets up you're walking into a room that is 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 mm-hmm. out of your you're out of your league. You're you're skipping steps. You're you're walking into a room where you shouldn't you don't belong. You shouldn't be. But because we're there and because this is modern dating, I think there's a way to work around it and it's doing exactly what Mark said. Um, I think being a good listener when you go on a date and you have chemistry with someone, but they're so busy because it's a woman that is starting her business and taking care of a kid. I may hit it off with her, but I see because I'm a good listener, like Mark said, and because we had an honest connection where I have a lot of chemistry with this woman, I have to cut my ties the next day and say, we had a great date and I really like you, but I can't move forward with you because our time schedules will never work. And, you know, I think that's that comes with um, maturity and growing up and and realizing how life is. And that's why when I started this out, I said, I live between Orlando and Tampa. I live in Lakeland, Florida. I I have, I have an abundance of women, (laughs) women to pick from between Orlando, Lakeland, Tampa. I live in a a area where I can, where I really don't need online dating. I live, I'm 30 years old. I really don't even need online dating. I'm, I'm so involved in my community that I don't have to really online date. I can meet so many people. But I see where online dating is convenient for some people and even myself. But I have to go in with a clear mind and know I have to be on a normal date. I have to be a good listener because they're my a friend or someone that I've known for a while and I really have interest in them. But when you go on an online date, your skills at what Mark said is being a good listener. They have to be advanced. Having an honest connection and that's being honest with yourself and open. They have to be advanced. And having open communication, we, we're doing that right now. But when you go on an online date, it has to be advanced. So you're, you're, you have to be hypersensitive to things when you go out and be, go into these online dating situations like, or in, on these dates. But not just hypersensitive on that side of the table. You really need to put a mirror up and look at yourself and see what you're bringing to the table. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It goes yeah. down to awareness, self-awareness yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and I think the foundation of that is, and some of you may agree or disagree, but, um, we all didn't, and I've talked about this on a previous podcast, but we all didn't have perfect childhoods unless, you know, you're, you're Jesus. So look at that. Look at your childhood wounds because that's where it all stems from. And and not only that, but on a day to day, we function from our subconscious brain, um, mostly um we don't realize it but and some of what goes into that what's at play at that with that is our our childhood and our childhood wounds we don't realize but it's all subconscious so kind of take a look inward at you know your childhood wounds and 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 heal that and work on yourself before you put yourself out there because you you are your your marketing team you're marketing yourself mm-hmm. so that's good mm-hmm. you know so make sure you, you have the full investment there. And um, what is required of that is for you to look inward 
and develop your awareness and heal those childhood wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I we're right at I know. the hour mark. <laughs> and yeah, see, it can it can keep going. I think it's a great conversation. And um, well, can I ask you guys something before we close? Yeah, absolutely. Can I can I ask like uh, Mark, what's one what's one thing that you're gonna take away from this conversation about chemistry that you didn't come into the conversation with? I'm curious. That's a good question. What do you think? <laughs> and if you need a second, if, if you need a second, I'll answer. I'll, or Lisa can go. Lisa's ready. What's it? I do need some time. Lisa, so my question is, is uh, what's one thing you're walking away with that you didn't you didn't have before you came into this conversation? Well, I really liked. Um, the point you were making about two people having two different emotions, two different feelings. One's really, really feeling it, and the other one may not, or vice versa, and just stepping back. I like, um, no, I lost my train. (laughs) But I like that, that, um... Lisa, we'll come back to you. Do you remember what you were saying? (laughs) No, I'm trying to think. I mean... I like that, that you were saying that one person is feeling it a hundred percent, but the other one's yeah. not, but it's like, draw it back. Right. Don't be so focused on that person, right. mm-hmm. you know, stop and be like, Oh, wait a minute. Okay. I'm really feeling this person, but let me back up, mm-hmm. you know, because it, when you've got the fire all at first, it, it's, you know, right. chances Crit- are it's going to fizzle yeah. out. Yeah. Slow down, you mm-hmm. know, think about yourself. And just kind of see if there is that chemistry. Mm. Don't, yeah. Because even though you're feeling it, it may not be there. And don't put so much pressure on yourself. I think that's putting too much pressure on yeah. yourself on that first, first time. That's good. Yeah. Quit like creating that story. You know that person. Yeah. Focus on yourself. Like what David said. Go back to your day to day. Yeah. Um, your normal life. Don't play mind games and like. Oh, I'm going to, they took an hour to respond to my text, so I'm going to wait an hour. No, (laughs) just, just live your life. Respond when you can and don't when you can't. Um, Let it be organic. Chelsea, what's Um, one thing that you took away from today's thing, from today's meeting? um, I kind of like what you said about the give and pull, the the give and take, you know, um, (laughs) I've experienced that where it's like, after the first date, you're like, man, that was so good. That was great chemistry or whatever. And then you're like, but now I want to continue the conversation. I want to continue to um, develop that relationship and get to know them. But it's like, take a step back, go, go, go slow. And because you're right with the online dating, everything is so like fast paced. You're skipping so many steps. And Mm -hmm. we, it's like instant gratification. Everybody wants the now, you know, the new, um, shiny new toy or whatever but w- I think what you said was so profound like we forget to just slow, slow down, down and mm. we forget that with online dating it's it we're skipping all of these steps you know I never yeah. really thought about it that way yeah it's convenient um very convenient but there are pros to con pros and cons to everything and I think that's a very big con that people don't have awareness of is the fact that Listen, we're we're skipping so many steps here in the dating process. Yeah. That if it yeah. were say even twenty years ago, things are, are different. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. 
I was like dating 20 years ago, but. <laughs> and then uh, my, I guess I want to end with my favorite thing was, uh, and I'll be done here. Is, um, Mark, oh yeah, Mark wanted to go. Mark, my favorite thing was what you said about the love languages is to have chemistry, make sure someone speaks your love language. I really like that. Yeah. You, you go ahead and share, Mark. Yeah. Okay. So adding on to everything, especially what Chelsea said about slowing down, the one thing that I'll take from this too is I need to remember and keep in mind, don't get discouraged. Just because you didn't feel that chemistry or it wasn't mm -hmm. a good match, don't try to lower your standards or boundaries. Don't get uh -huh. discouraged. It was a good thing that you found out about this on the first date, so to speak, or yeah, second date. That's true. It's all a lesson. It's a yeah. lesson. Right. That's very Yeah, good. there's something to take away if you go beyond your boundaries or values um, too much or too far, you're going to be unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I've learned Amen. that oh, in the past. That's, that's all good. I have to say. <laughs> that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, you're compromising that's a great again. thing to end with. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Mark. Awesome. Yeah. This was my first podcast, so thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys were too. great. Yeah, both you guys were newbies. Yeah. yeah, and you were awesome. I'm I really appreciate it. The girls yeah. took our virginity, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're good-looking girls. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. Well, that ends for our number three podcast. So this is exciting. I think it went really, really good. That's I'm good, excited guys. to listen to the whole thing again. And yeah. uh, it will be on... You know, we'll I'll sit it on the Spotify after we leave and and all and uh, mm -hmm. thank you guys. Send me the link so I can subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe, people. Like and, and subscribe. Share. If you have any single friends, share this. Yeah. 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 Yep. I let's get the conversation will, going. Let's raise awareness. That's what it's all about. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. See, <laughs> bringing us. You know, bringing everybody together. It's yeah. awesome. Mark, so. it was nice meeting you. Yeah, likewise, Mark. You too. Yep. Have a wonderful Take night. Care. All right. Thank you all in the outside world for joining us. And we hope we were able to entertain you as well as support you, encourage you, and don't be afraid, you know, to reach out to us. Um, most of you are our friends. So if you have any questions or insights or even if you want to share your um, your experience, that's what this is all about, and uh, we just want to encourage everybody. It's been a crazy world, so let's get out there and love each other. <laughs> all right, thank you for the online dating table talk. So we are continuing our online dating conversation about is it okay to talk to more than one person. Um, Tom, you mentioned your parents being married what did you say, 50, 54 years? Yep. 54? Yeah, and uh, my niece and I were talking today, and, you know, like, for older people, when they meet, it seems like, okay, like, statistics say the second marriage doesn't work, third marriage, you know, okay, you got a 10%, you know, chance of making it, but... In talking about social media, back then, the people when they married, all they had to talk to were each other. And yeah. the other night, I went running around the lake, and I took a picture of them because I thought it was the saddest 
image to see this man and the woman were sitting by the lake watching the sun go down and they were both on their phone is that bad that's bad that's bad they were texting each other yeah, please. hey, that <laughs> happens in the backseat with young kids, so don't be fooled on that one. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I know. I yeah, know. I thought that was sad. Let me add a legal spin to this real quick because you guys might not be aware of this, but at least in Florida, I mean, back in the day before I started practicing law, that you had to prove, and in most states, I mean, you had to make specific allegations and be granted a divorce. That's why sometimes you see in some of the old movies where they'll say, well, I'm not going to give you a divorce. I mean, you had to, there were grounds that you had to prove either mental cruelty, adultery, uh, physical uh, physical abuse, um, emotional abuse. I mean, there was a burden of proof like there is in any civil case that you had to bring evidence and testimony, witnesses to prove how one or the other was acting so the court would grant you the divorce. But they changed that years ago. To be all you got to do is just one of you allege that there's irrefutable differences. Irreconcilable. Yeah, irreconcilable. And if one of you says it, if one of you pleads it, that's it. There's no proof. That's it. The, other, yeah. the other one doesn't have to agree. And so the divorce is done. Bam, bam. I mean, it can be done. In Florida, there's a 20-day wait. After 20 days, you go to your final hearing and you're done. Yeah. So it's so much easier to get a divorce now than to yep. sit and work and really, really work at this and, and strive to keep the thing going. And, you know, whether you do it for the kids, you do it for yourselves, you do it, you know, for your ultimate happiness because you can't see past your immediate needs. But it's just so darn easy that, uh, you know, that's another factor, I think, that goes into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is. it does make it easier to talk to more than one person. But I guess for me, I... I, I, I I'm on the fence, but I I feel like, like you guys said, when you go on one date and you do feel chemistry, you do feel like something's there. For me, I, I'm not interested in talking to somebody else at that point. Like, if I had that feeling. Now, if I went out with someone and it was like, mm, I'm not feeling him, I'll give him a second chance, but this other guy over here, he really perked my interest. And then if I went out with him, you know, and then you feel that chemistry, then it's like, okay, dude, yeah, I'm not going to give the first guy, you know, I want to focus on the second guy. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that? I, I think after all the talk we've done in this on this subject, I think we're all pretty much on the same page. Um, you brought me around a little bit, you know, when really thinking about it, but I agree with everything you just said. If you feel that, I don't see the need to talk to anybody else until you see where that's going to go. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. A couple of teledates and then a real date. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I see a future. We, we're, we're, this is not the last conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you guys need, I'm glad to chime in. Zoom yeah. will love us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. All right. Any wish. other any other major points? I think I, uh, I think I would finish with kind of like what speed dating via Zoom. Oh, uh, I think Tom and Brandon. We're gonna I think have to sidebar. Tom, going we're gonna have to sidebar. I just he's my, looking up domain names right now. My, my juices are just flowing. <laughs> I see a whole dating site off of this thing. I love it because I get it. That's why I kind of started the podcast. I just yeah. you know, and it's funny because not funny, but. You know, when we started, I'm getting hits from friends that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you started this, Lisa. I'm feeling the same situation and, you know, and I'm I'm sitting here home alone and I'm feeling this and I'm feeling that. I'm like, 
that was the whole purpose of like this, just having a conversation, men and women getting different perspectives because women think one way, men think another, you know, things wow. that you guys are talking about that you experience about well, I women. I think even and, when you and I started talking about this, um, it resonated with both of you and, you know, cause I showed yeah. some perspectives and yeah, I think yeah. it resonated with both again. Cause it's, you know, for me, you know, I, I think we have a tendency again, because the barriers that are up these days, everybody wants to demonize the other. And it just, I don't, I don't think anybody goes, you know, I'm not going to say there's not bad apples uh, on either side of the sexes. Um, well, and then let's not even get into that, but there's 30 different sexes at this point. But um, That's a great subject we ought to take up. Yeah, don't, don't, don't even get me on that one. And like I said, we're, we're going we're gonna to alienate a whole population out there. But, don't say anything uh, negative. Stop right there. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but no, seriously, look, it's complicated enough with just yeah. the two sexes. Let's not even go into the other 28, but... Um, but seriously, I, you know, it just, it, 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 when, when, when we started talking about this, there was a resonation that, you know, look, I don't think there are demons out there. I think there's just circumstances that are, you know, uh, influenced by social media, by a lack of, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, when I was younger, I know, you know, if I wanted to meet a girl, what did I do? I didn't go to the dating sites. I, I went to the bar, which, right. you know, I, I'm not, or I was going to say sometimes it, or you know, alley yeah, or... sometimes it worked out well and sometimes it didn't, but, but, you know, but regardless of what you think about that, at least it was personal. Um, yeah. you were in person, you know, I think it was a lot, I, I think the signs were a lot better. Whereas with social media, it's what you pose versus a one dimensional platform and what you say, and 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 again, I don't know that it's that real these days, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that lends a lot of why uh, things have changed for social media or for, uh, not social dating. media for for online dating the way they have because yeah. yeah you know no different than what you see on um, the social media platforms. It, it I don't know that everything is as real as it really is. I guess. Good point. Yeah. And my last my last comment will be irreconcilable differences. There, I was tongue tied. Thank you. Just had to get that out. <laughs> for the for the record, you guys understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been this has been fun. I think uh, I think we hopefully answered some questions here, at least of our opinions. Anyway. Yeah. Again, absolutely. Just it was a great opinions, conversation. But, but hopefully enough to get people thinking. I don't think anybody's viewpoints here are much different than the majority of what exists out there. I mean, everybody's got their different viewpoints, but I don't consider anything I I view as, as extreme one way or another. I'm, I'm pretty much a middle of the road guy. So let's let's face it, no matter what your sexuality, no matter what your preference, no matter whether, you know, I'm he, she, whatever, with all these initials, but they're still human beings and they're still seeking the warmth and compassion and and the touch of another human being. So I don't think it matters what what the heck you are or what you're looking for. You know, I don't think the human dynamic has changed in the last millennium. So, you know, they, they, they Mm -hmm. want, they want the same thing. They want that touch. They want that compassion. They want that connection with another human being. So I don't think it matters i think this applies to everybody i agree the world exists with love yes at the end of the day yeah and i don't mean the art of i mean just true compassion yeah for each other until next time america yes (laughs)
Thank you guys. Thank you all for joining us tonight on Online Dating Table Talk. And until next time, be safe and be well and enjoy life. See y'all again. Thanks for being here. All right. See you. Bye.